Welcome to the Not A Little Better Show Inside Science Interview Series on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and today's show is brought to you by Next Evo Naturals, clinically proven absorbing CBD. As part of our Inside Science Interview Series, we have an amazing interview with returning guest and New York Times best-selling science writer, Dr. Mark Seifer. Dr. Mark Seifer's new book is Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses. Thank you so much for listening today. We have got a great guest today. He's a returning guest, and he has been a fan favorite. Of course, he is the best-selling science writer, Dr. Mark Seifer, who I'll introduce in just a moment with a reading from his new book. But quickly, if you missed any of our episodes, last week was our 714th episode when I spoke with Sally Aidy about her new book, We Are Electric, Inside the 200-Year Hunt for Our Body's Bioelectric Code and What the Future Holds. Two weeks ago, I spoke with Lydia Finette, who is a global thought leader, a best-selling author, and who has led auctions for more than 600 organizations raising over $1.8 billion for nonprofits globally. Excellent subjects for our Not Old Better Show audience. If you missed those shows along with any others, you could go back and check them out, along with my entire back catalog of shows, all free for you there on our website, notold-better.com. Or you can just search Google and type in Not Old Better, and you can get everything you need about us. Our guest today author, researcher, and lecturer, Mark Seifer, is a world-renowned expert on the life and work of Nikola Tesla. We interviewed Dr. Seifer originally about Nikola Tesla. His book, Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses, his new book, came out of the discovery that Nikola Tesla was making on ozone generators in the late 1800s and selling them to the medical community. That was only the beginning of this tale, a natural remedy for our health. Okay, this is a passage from my chapter called The Immune System. One way or another, the age of the world we live in extends beyond human comprehension. The first forms of life, microbes, appear to be billions of years old. The organization involved to jump to the first one-celled amoeba took, according to this theory, several billion years and they appeared for the first time 400 million years ago. The first dinosaurs came into being about 50 million years later, and mammals then followed, a couple hundred million years after that. An average liter of water contains about 1 billion bacteria and 10 billion viruses. All life forms have to learn to survive in a hostile environment. That is what the immune system is all about. In 2001, chemist Paul Wentworth from Scripps Institute, discovered that antibodies, also known as immunoglobins, destroy bacteria and viruses by apparently producing the reactive gas ozone. The ozone, Wentworth associate Richard Lerner, MD, explains, may be part of a previously unrecognized killing machine that would enhance the defensive role of antibodies by allowing them to subject pathogens to hydrogen peroxide and participate in their killing. Further studies by Yamashita, Mayashita, Aro et al., as reported by the National Academy of Sciences, found that uh, one of the first lines of defenses that, that kill invading bacteria, viruses, and microbes might be an oxidant with the chemical signature of ozone. 
that, of course, is our guest today, Dr. Mark Seifer, reading from his new book, Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses. Let's welcome to the Not Old Better Show Inside Science interview series on radio and podcast, science writer Dr. Mark Seifer. Dr. Mark Seifer, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Paul. It's great to be back with you. It's always good to talk to you. You are a busy man. You, of course, have written a new book. Uh, We've talked to you previously about Nikola Tesla. This book, Ozone Therapy, has some roots in your previous work um, from the Nikola Tesla book. We're going to jump into um, those subjects and and a lot more with you today. And um, thank you for sharing the book with me. Thanks for the reading. And congratulations on, on this wonderful book. I I, I, I just want to, again, repeat the title to our audience because I think it's a provocative one, Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses. It You know, we're familiar these days with ozone. We hear about it an awful lot with respect to climate change. But this ozone is different in some ways from the ozone layer that we often hear referred to regarding the atmosphere. Maybe maybe there's some similarities, but I, I wonder if you if you just tell us where the title comes from and what this ozone really is referring to. Yeah, ozone is simply a different form of oxygen. Oxygen it has to pair together, so it's O2, which is two molecules of oxygen. And so in the atmosphere, there's a lot of O2. When O2 is hit by cosmic rays or by UV light, the O2 changes into O3, which is three molecules of oxygen. That's an unstable form of oxygen. And that three molecules, O3, needs to connect with something very rapidly. So that's why it helps purify the the environment. When pollutants come up, O3 sees a pollutant and says, wow, I can attach myself to that. So when they talk about the ozone levels being associated with air pollution, they're not actually talking about the ozone. What they're talking about is the ozone connected to the pollution. That is uh, what the uh, you know the levels are all about. But what it, but what I've learned through this study, which is truly incredible, every morning when the sun comes up, the sun has cosmic rays. The cosmic rays are so strong that if we did not have an ozone layer, there would be no life on the earth. So what happens literally every single morning, the cosmic rays of the sun have a certain frequency that changes O2 to O3. The O3 rises up to the top of the atmosphere, and it's only uh, like a millimeter, a couple of millimeters thick, and it's a blue gas. And so there's some theories that the blue sky is actually the, the ozone layer at the top of the sky. And now that ozone layer prevents additional cosmic rays from hitting the Earth. Without that ozone layer, there would be no life on the Earth. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to find out how did that happen? What happened to create life on the Earth? And so you literally have to go back billions of years, as I read in in that little passage. And what happened is we start with these one-celled organisms, which plant life. And we know through photosynthesis that plant life changes sunlight into oxygen. So the atmosphere over hundreds of millions of years, even billions of years, got more and more oxygen into the atmosphere and then this you have this dynamic happening so that's uh, so that o2 changing into o3 is with ozone it is the same ozone that's used in ozone therapy it's a disinfectant there was a uh, an eight page article in time magazine about three weeks ago about cleaning the Seine river 
in uh, Paris. I wrote to them because I said, you didn't tell us how the, you know, you, you spent eight pages. You didn't actually tell us how the river was cleaned. How they clean it, they use UV light, the same way we use in, in swimming pools, the Olympic swimming pools, which creates ozone, and the ozone disinfects the swimming pools and disinfects the Seine River so that it'll eventually be swimmable. They're hoping it'll be swimmable for the Olympics. Hmm. And that essentially, on a minor scale, is what our body does. Our own body produces ozone and hydrogen peroxide and purifies uh, our body by killing microbes and viruses. So that's where the title came from, ozone therapy for the treatment of viruses, uh, that our own body is doing that, and ozone therapy is simply enhancing that process. So really the same ozone layer that protects us from the sun's uh, radiation, this same ozone really is what can protect our bodies and provide us health and well-being? Yes. And, and you know, I grew up uh, thinking there was no way to cure a virus. You know, if you got the flu, you had to wait for your own body. You know, you could take flu uh, uh, pills and that kind of thing, you know, Alka-Seltzer for the flu. But your own body had to kill the flu. That was what I learned. After studying this uh, topic, I found out that that was wrong, that that the way the uh, our antibodies kill viruses is by manufacturing ozone and hydrogen peroxide and a few other enzymes. But one of them happens to actually be ozone. And the guy who discovered this is a guy by the name of Paul Wentworth. He's at Scripps Institute, and he discovered this in 2001. And I, I think your listeners should Google his name because, you know, I'm just talking, but I, I think people need to know that, that it's not coming from me. These are discoveries that were made. So what I found out was that how do we protect ourselves from all the thousands of viruses and bacteria and all these microbes that we're constantly fighting off? Our antibodies do this. And our antibodies are the product literally of hundreds of millions of years of evolution, chance, mutation, and survival of the fittest. And through that process, our, our antibodies have learned to manufacture certain key disinfectants, and one of them is ozone. So if we were to begin some treatment using ozone therapy, what would that look like? Yeah, the, 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 the weird thing about it is it's actually oxygen therapy, much more than ozone. Mm -hmm. Ozone's a very powerful disinfectant. So let's say a hospital is contaminated. They can go in with an ozone generator and clean out all the bacteria and the viruses that are in that room. That, that's done all the time. Uh, the Las Vegas uses it, you know, to clean out hotel rooms and, and that kind of thing. So in large measures, it's dangerous, but in minor measures, it's a wonderful tool. It's kind of like fire, you know, if you control fire, it's fine, but if you don't, you know, take over. So what ozone therapy is, it's really oxygen ozone therapy. It is the injection into the bloodstream of about 97% pure oxygen and just 3% ozone. That combination is what ozone therapy is. The oxygen helps vitalize the body and the ozone uh, gets changed into various uh, ozonoids, which are disinfectants that the antibodies use to, uh, to kill, a, a, you know, whatever, if a person has Lyme disease or, or uh, you know, any other disease, even malaria. Uh, or the flu or COVID, uh, it will dis it will disassemble these, you know, uh, viruses and uh, and help cure it. So is this really just a syringe filled with 
uh, oxygen and then three percent pure ozone. Is that is that what we're talking about? That's injected. Ultimately, mm-hmm. ultimately, there are two methods. One is called a direct intravenous method, which is that method where you you have pure oxygen and ozone. You combine the two, and then you use a syringe and you find a vein and you inject it right into the bloodstream. That's called the DIV method or the direct intravenous method. And this is used in pandemics, for instance, in the Ebola pandemic in Sierra Leone. Uh, it's, it's quick and, and it's also safe. The other way to do it is called the MAH method. And what the MAH method is, they extract a vial of blood and then inject the oxygen and a little bit of ozone into the blood. And then they put the blood back into the body. Hmm. And so some ozone therapists use the MAH method and some use the DIV method. Now, one of the criticisms that I constantly get in emails is that won't that cause embolisms? Mm -hmm. These are medical doctors that have been doing this daily for 30 years. Three of my co-authors have been doing this for like 100 years collectively. It does not cause embolisms. Embolisms is caused by impurities. Uh, This is pure oxygen uh, and just a little bit of ozone, which is injected into the bloodstream. So if there's a pandemic, you can't use the MAH method because you'd have all these infected canisters that would have blood in them that were infected blood, and, and it takes a lot longer. You have to use the DIV method. And unfortunately, there is uh, two groups of ozone therapists uh, that are at odds with each other because one says one, one way is bad and the other one says, no, it's fine. Uh, but in fact, both methods are fine. One of my main authors, Dr. Howard Robbins, used the MAH method for uh, seven or eight years, 45,000 times, and he switched to the DIV method. He's done it over 250,000 times. No deaths. It's a very minor thing to do just to put a little bit of oxygen and a little bit of ozone into the bloodstream. It's a very minor thing to do, and it's very safe. So, uh, So that's a real misnomer which people need to be aware of. You know, healthcare subjects are all important to us here in the Not All Better Show. We talk about it a lot. But when something important in a world of sleep or stress information occurs, we need to know. And most times we discuss it here, too. I do a ton of research in this area of healthcare, sleep, stress, because I want to give you the very latest to help you make decisions and be in the know on these subjects, too. Doing your research, and I know you guys all do, before you buy means making better informed choices, especially when it comes to stress or sleep-related products like CBD. A study by an independent lab confirmed some brands contain up to 60% less CBD than they claim on the label. But with our sponsor today, Next Evo Naturals, you can trust that you're getting the very best of the best. As the most clinically studied CBD brand on the market, Next Evo Naturals takes research to the next level. Both Gretchen and I have been taking the Next Evo Sleep Support CBD Complex Gummies with melatonin, and the gentle sleep we get with Next Evo has been amazing. Not groggy in the morning, but we've both slept well, and we wake up feeling refreshed. Gretchen has a tough time falling asleep, and the gummies do the job. For me, too. It's time now for you to upgrade to a CBD brand that takes quality sleep as seriously as you take your overall health. Next Evo tests their product multiple times for clinical trials. 
to ensure you get 100% of what's on the label. No other CBD brand even comes close. Only Next Evo uses Smart Sorb CBD, proven to have 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes and four times the overall absorption of other products. Smart Sorb CBD to calm your mind, fast acting melatonin to get you to sleep fast, and controlled released melatonin so you can sleep longer and wake up refreshed. Next Evo covers a variety of CBD needs, from stress relief to better sleep, offering you a boost to your daily wellness. Upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com slash NOB to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off $40 or more at nextevo.com slash NOB. All of this will be in our show notes today, but thanks everybody. Check out nextevo.com. We're with Dr. Mark Seifer. Mark Seifer's returning guest. He's written about Nikola Tesla in the past, as well as other award-winning work. He's written the new book, Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses. Mark Seifer, we always appreciate your time. You, of course, have been very generous uh, to read a, a passage from the book. Our audience always loves to hear from authors doing that. I wonder if you could share with us a couple of case studies from the book that might be success stories that we might be able to get a little bit more of a sense as to how the ozone therapy works and is scientifically proven. Yeah, first of all, I'm in no way, shape, or form against vaccines. I think vaccines are wonderful. The problem with a vaccine is the time element. In the the case of the COVID pandemic, by the time the vaccine was rolled out, which was eight or nine months later, and then all the disinformation became a political uh, football as well, we had lost seven, 800,000 people. We've lost over a million people to COVID. So the problem is the time element. Ozone therapy can be done immediately. So in that window, when we were waiting for the vaccines to come, you remember the, the hospitals were overrun. There were millions of body bags. People, were, we were losing up to three and 4,000 people a day during the winter months. And during that horrible time, Dr. David Brownstein in Michigan, who was an ozone therapist and a medical doctor, a homeopathic medical doctor, did a clinical study. He took 37 COVID patients. And again, this is way before vaccines had been rolled out. And he injected them with ozone therapy, which is mostly oxygen, a little bit of ozone. He also gave them megavitamins, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C. And he had them breathe in a hydrogen peroxide nebulizer. And all 37 of these people survived. Hmm. That was the first major clinical study that I learned about. The second, which uh, I think is, I think, even more dramatic, uh, this was in Spain, Dr. Alberto Hernandez. He took 18 COVID patients, randomly split them in two groups. The nine who got ozone therapy were out of the hospital on average of seven days as compared to the control group, which was on average of 28 days. The reason that the sample was so small, just 18 people, he knew because he'd been ozone therapist for many years, he didn't want to subject more people to, to be control groups. So he, he did a small control group. He proved what he needed to, to prove. And I think what's very important about this study is that one of his co-authors is Dr. Peter Papadakis, who's the director of critical care medicine at the University of Rochester. These are normal 
well-meaning and, and well-educated you know, medical doctors and not far out people at all who have done these studies. So I think those two studies in, in particular really established the efficacy of this procedure in dealing with this recent pandemic. Thank you for that. You and I, of course, know each other from your work with Smithsonian as a Smithsonian associate. You presented recently about Nikola Tesla. There's an interesting corollary here between your work um, your 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 current work on on ozone therapy and Nikola Tesla, and, and I wonder if you tell us a little bit about how Nikola Tesla fits into all of this, uh, and and how some of Tesla's work even could have provided COVID treatment. Yeah, it's an it's an incredible story. I was working on my doctorate, and my doctorate in the 1980s was to figure out why such an amazing guy who invented the hydroelectric power system, wireless communication, remote control. Um, the induction mode of fluorescent and neon lights, why his name pretty much disappeared from the history books. In the 1980s, he was very unknown. So that was the subject of my doctoral dissertation. And I was invited to speak at the first international Tesla conference, which was held in Colorado Springs, celebrating 100 years since he came to the United States. So he came in 1884, and this was 1984. And so one of the other speakers was a medical doctor who was talking about ozone therapy. And I wondered, why was this medical doctor there? Well, it turns out that in 1896, Tesla patented an ozone generator, and he's a huge hero in the ozone therapy community. So Dr. Freebot, that was his name, uh, was treating a man who was dying of cancer, his body, in his words, riddled with tumors. As a last resort, he decided to use ozone therapy. And according to him, he injected into the fellow's bloodstream 97% pure oxygen, 3% ozone. The tumors were shed, that was his word, and the guy was cured. Now, this was 1984. I used to teach parapsychology, and I was involved with remote viewing, with telepathy, psychokinesis, UFOs. This was just another far out story for me. I, I put it in the back of my mind, but it was just one of, you know, you come across so many crazy things in this in this world that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I basically pretty much forgot about it. I did include it in the in my first book, Wizard, in, in 1996, uh, The Life and Times of Nikola Tesla. But even 1996, it's 25 years to, to the COVID uh, epidemic happened or pandemic. So I thought, you know, maybe this free bad guy is worth looking into. So I Googled his name. And out popped a 1995 book called The Story of Ozone, edited by Saul Pressman, written by 12 medical doctors. One of them was Deepak Chopra. Hmm. Another was Frank Schallenberger, who was a well-known ozone therapist. And all of them are saying that ozone therapy kills viruses. This was a revelation to me. This was in 2020, right as the pandemic was had started. And the reason I found out all about this was because I went to a Tesla conference and happened to attend one of the conferences. You know, there are all these people talking. Some you go to, some you don't go to. I happened to go to this one, and it stuck in my mind. 35 years later, I Googled his name, and out popped the answer to me as to how to deal with emerging viruses. Fascinating. Fascinating work always, Dr. Seifer. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about the future of ozone therapy. Is it as widely accepted as as your book presents, or is there more integration into mainstream medicine that's necessary? Where where are we going with this? 
unfortunately, uh, there's a false premise lying on the basis of the FDA, which I uncovered in the book. In 1920, two, meta, uh, two scientists uh, produced, you know, ozone therapy. And what they did was they uh, took uh, uh, like a Tesla generator and took the air from, you know, the atmosphere and electricity and and high frequency phenomena, UV light, and they created ozone. But if you're creating it from the air, the air is 80% nitrogen and 20% oxygen. So what they came up with was a dangerous gas of nitrous oxide in association with the ozone. So they, so the finding was that ozone was a very dangerous gas. This is what the FDA says right now. It's federal regulation, Title 21, which says that ozone is a toxic gas with no medical application. Hmm. Well, that's with 1920. In 1940, another scientist, he happened to be a medical doctor, said, wait a minute, I, there's something wrong here. So he redid the experiment, but instead of using the atmosphere, which was 80% nitrogen, he used pure oxygen and he created ozone with pure oxygen. And he said, this is, this is okay. It's not dangerous at all. So one of the two original scientists looked at that, replicated the work and said, you're right. 20 years ago, I made a mistake. I should have used pure oxygen, which of course is what medical doctors today use. So the federal regulation, Title 21 today, still says that ozone's a toxic gas with no medical application based upon a 1920 study that was disproved by the very guy who actually made the study in, in 1940. Um, so the story gets a little bit dark. Uh, there are there are about 350 medical doctors who are ozone therapists around the country. And one of them, Dr. Howard Leibowitz in Los Angeles, I've been in touch with, he cured uh, or he successfully treated Two people had COVID. He gave them ozone therapy. He used the MAH method, and they were both fine afterwards. The FDA found out about it, and they had the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, send him a warning letter, which also went out to 300 other medical doctors, including my co-authors, saying, if you dare mention that ozone therapy will kill the COVID virus, uh, we will. the federal government will prosecute you. Hmm. Uh, so he stopped. He, he discussed all this. He discussed what the FTC did, but the FTC and the FDA basically shut down the announcement by medical doctors that they could disable the COVID virus. And so many, there are 300 of them in the country, can do this, but they're not allowed to tell anybody that they can do it. It's, just, it's really a crazy situation. It is not illegal to uh, do ozone therapy, but they somehow said it was illegal to advertise that it would uh, disable the COVID virus. And I am working right now with, uh, well, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse is one. I just literally met with Bernie Sanders uh, uh, on Sunday, um, and uh, I'm hoping that he will help move. I think Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks and Dr. JHA and Dr. Walensky, I think they need to look at this evidence and see if they're able to stand behind the statement that ozone is a toxic gas with no medical application, when in fact, uh, Paul Wentworth discovered in 2001 that our own antibodies manufacture ozone, and that's how we disable viruses. Well, the book is fascinating. Again, the title is Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses. Our guest today, Mark Seifer, has written the new book, and um, 
I just I can't recommend it enough. I, I think as as you say, you know, one of one of the fascinating things I, I really want to recommend this book to my audience because I think one of the most fascinating things about the book is you have this enormous section at the end with all of these letters of support from the White House to the Green Bay Packers and just a myriad of people who are kind of getting behind this. I've got to believe that this realization is is imminent, that the ozone and its protective qualities are going to be embraced more and more. Are you optimistic about that too? I am an optimist. And uh, and I think I think all these doctors who were I think they're misinformed. They have uh you know, they they read that this ozone's a toxic gas with no medical application and their mind shuts off because it has the word FDA before it. Um what I so enjoyed in writing the book was learning about how the immune system works. And you asked me to read a passage uh, in, in the book, mm-hmm. but there's another passage I really would like to read to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, not, it's not written by me, and it's, it's very short. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, please, go right ahead. The passage I'd like to read is very short. It's written by Bill Bryson, who wrote the book The Body, A Guide for Occupants. If you want to understand the immune system, you need to understand antibodies, lymphocytes, cytokines, chemokines, histamine, neutrophils, B cells, T cells, NK cells, macrophages, phagocytes, granulocytes, basophils, interferons, postglandins, pluripotent hemopoietic stem cells, and a great deal more, and I mean a great deal more. I think we have to be a bit humble before Mother Nature. We have learned, by studying Mother Nature, we learned how to fly planes, you know, studying how birds are. Mother Nature has given us the answer, and the answer was discovered by Paul Wentworth. What I find so fascinating about this, Paul, is if you look at the thousands and thousands of articles that have been written about COVID, finally one that tells you how the antibodies actually kill the COVID virus. They say, take the vaccine and you'll be protected. Well, well, but what happens next? What happens next is our, is our antibodies do all the work. And what our antibodies have learned over hundreds of millions of years is to manufacture key disinfectants, which kill the viruses and bacteria. Two of those are hydrogen peroxide. I, have, I talk about a Harvard study that, that uncovers this. And the other one is ozone. So it's really being a bit humble and really listening to Mother Nature because Mother Nature has actually given us the key. So I am optimistic. I know in the, in the long run, uh, ozone therapy will be, it'll be, you know, as common as, uh, uh, as digital photography is. And what digital photography did to uh, Kodak camera, I think ozone therapy will do to a lot of these unnecessary drugs that we're constantly bombarded with. I think that's really what we're up against. But I am very optimistic and I'm hoping that it'll happen in a, in, a, in a more quick rate than as a slow rate, so that scientists can can begin to understand that uh, that this is a natural thing. It's simply enhancing what our own uh, immune system is already doing. That's really what it's all about. Well, Mark Seifer, it, it is always such a pleasure to talk to you. I learned so much. I know our audience will learn from this wonderful book that you've written, Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses. I really want to recommend it highly. I just think this is um, something we need to pay attention to. And Mark, please, uh, as you do additional work, come back. You're a popular guest on the program. Um, 
We enjoy hearing your expertise. Congratulations on this on this book and all the research that you've done. But uh, please stay in touch. And my gosh, have a great rest of your day. And again, congrats. Thanks so much, Paul. It's really great being with you again. I, I, I love just talking with you. And I appreciate very much you having me. Thank you. My thanks to Dr. Mark Seifer for his time today and his generous reading. I know you always enjoy hearing authors read from their books. Dr. Mark Seifer's new book is Ozone Therapy for the Treatment of Viruses. My thanks to our sponsor, Next Evo Naturals, clinically proven absorbing CBD. Please support our sponsors who in turn support the show. My thanks always to the Smithsonian team for all they do to support the show. My thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience here on radio and podcast. Please be well, be safe, and let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Remember, just Google Not Old Better for everything you need to know about us. Thanks, everybody, and we will see you next week.